Welcome to a new What's Up Welland with a guest we love having on the show. Kim Rossi, Director of Fundraising and Communications with Pathstone Mental Health, makes a return visit to share a few celebratory moments, a successful Hope Gala, and the opening of a new walk-in clinic here in Welland, and bring us up to speed on River House since it opened and the currently running Project Plaid campaign. It's always a terrific conversation when Kim is in the house, so let's get to it. Joining me today is a true friend of the show, Kim Rossi, Director of Fundraising and Communications for Pathstone Mental Health. The timing is perfect because they have a campaign going on. They are just coming off of a fantastic event. And it's not for me to say anything about what is going on with Pathstone. That's why Kim is here. Kim, thank you so much for joining me for today's conversation. Paul, always a pleasure to chat with you. These are conversations that sometimes they stray into that territory of the information shared is hard hitting and that dose of reality. But at the end of it, there's always so much hope because you are so feet on the ground with what Pathstone is doing. And I cannot wait to dig in today to, uh, to what's been going on since the last time we, we spoke. Let's do it. So for anyone who has not been aware of our past conversations, what can you let them know about what Pathstone Foundation is? Pathstone Foundation is the fundraising arm for Pathstone Mental Health, which is our nonprofit agency in Niagara servicing the needs of youth up till the age of 18. So anywhere in Niagara, those services are offered to you at no cost. Um, Ministry of Health does fund Pathstone to the tune of about $9 million annually, but it costs us about $13 million to operate. So that $4 million gap has to be fundraised in some form, and that's where we come in. So with regards to fundraising, and I'm throwing our questions out the window mm. already, Kim. Yeah. With regards to fundraising, you just, what, three days ago from when we are recording, had this year's 2023 Hope Gala. It came back after... COVID, after being on ice for a little bit, mm -hmm. please, what was this event? How did it come together? Just anything and everything you want to share about, because this was, it sounds like, a banner year. Yeah, 2023's Hope Gala was definitely a record breaker uh, from an impact standpoint and from a fundraising standpoint. So I can share with your listeners that $357,500 was raised in the room that night. We had 700 guests at Falls View Casino. The event was co-presented by Mountain View Building Group and River Realty, very good friends of Pathstone Foundation. And the audience was captivated, I think, by all of the program, which included, you know, Tim Dennis, Don Stewart, a stellar auctioneer. We did a fund the need to support an immediate need at Pathstone. 700 guests in attendance. We've never had that many people at a Pathstone Gala. Um, the region of Niagara should feel immense pride with what was accomplished on the 3rd and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Howie Mandel, of course, who was the consummate professional. He was kind, he was generous, he was funny, he was touching, he was vulnerable, um, and very courageous. With such events, this is not your first rodeo. You, th This is in your DNA. In going into this year's gala, what were your expectations? And then now coming out of the gala, what What's the reality or how does reality mesh with your expectations when you had gone in? So expectations going into the gala for Pathstone Foundation was 
modest now that we've seen the the amount that we raised. But for us, it would have been lofty to hit the goal set, which was to fund half the walk-in clinics across Niagara, which would be $110,000. We obviously stepped that up immensely thanks to the generous people in the room. But that was also part and parcel to Maddie Jackson, who told her story in A Beautiful Life. And this film is available on Pathstone's YouTube channel if you want to view it. It's a very impactful story of a young girl who, now young woman, um, who kind of lost her way and got caught up with addictions and self-harm and depression and, with the help of Pathstone, saw her way through it all. It was definitely a team effort. There are so many fans of Maddie Jackson now, both in the community and at Pathstone, that are just rooting her on, like we're cheering her on. Um, And I think the retelling of that story in the room that night really... Um, connected with the audience that we had. Now, moving forward, what do we do for Hope Gala 2025? Because that is the next time you'll see a Hope Gala. Um, You know, sitting here in this moment, I I think of how do you top something like that with the keynote that we had in Howie Mandel and with the audience that was there and the stories that we told. Um, But there's a lot of Maddie Jacksons. And um, there's a lot of people like Howie Mandel who share their mental health story to give strength to others. And we heard that from a lot of people after the event, like him sharing his story connected with them because they were going through a tough time. And so I think if we're just telling stories and making meaningful connections, um, the support will be there from um, either a volunteer standpoint, a sponsorship standpoint, or a donation standpoint. And the beautiful thing after an event like this is with the services you are able to provide with the support from the community, the Maddie Jackson's stories can be told. There is not an ending to them. They get to, they get to tell their story. Yeah. And you know, the important part about Maddie's story is her mental health issue was left alone, alone, alone too long. And so it got more complex and it got worse. So the depression then stemmed into self-harm that stemmed into addictions to, so we didn't get to Maddie and Maddie didn't get to us at the right time. And that's why we talk about the walk-in clinics because the walk-in clinics, there's 10 deep and we'll talk about the one at the Seaway Mall in Welland, um, but they are immediate access to care. Kids that are sitting with a problem, with an issue, with a concern that need advice, need direction, need strategies, need coping skills can pop in, they can be seen, there's no cost, no health card, um, no referral, and they get their one-on-one time with someone who cares about them and and wants to help and support them. And if they need us again, they can come right back. And if they need more services from Pathstone, we can do that too. So with regards to, you talked about the walking clinic at the COA Mall, you talked about more services that Pathstone offers. This is, so we said this is was a banner event. 2023 has also been a banner year for Pathstone in the city of Welland. River House yeah. opened in the fall. And still in the fall, you now have a walk-in clinic mm-hmm. that is part of, of our community. What we've, we have previously spoken about River House, but we spoke before it opened. What have you seen since it opened? And then how does that dovetail with the services that are now available at the Seaway Mall Walk-In Clinic. So let's celebrate middle of September when we open River House, 102 River Road, literally 600 meters from here, it feels like. 
Um, and it immediately was offering support to kids and families. So we were outside cutting the ribbon with all of our very generous donors. And I know I've mentioned this a number of times, but it was community, 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 from the purchase to the renovation, to the furnishing, to the staffing, all community, no government dollars. So that should be applauded. That's the first part. And so now here we are a week later opening the Seaway Mall's in-person walk-in clinic, which right now is open Mondays. I got a call yesterday saying, Seaway Mall is very busy today. And what they meant was our walk-in clinic. Um, so it's going to be busy, just like the Penn Center is busy. It's, it will probably be one of the busiest locations in the next couple of weeks. It's still in its infancy stage, but people already know where it is and how to get to it. And our partners at the Seaway Mall saw that we could um, work together in a very uh, cohesive way. And that mall is not really a mall. Like, I don't think, I think of it as a community center because of all the other services that are offered there. It's a regional transit hub. It just makes sense to be there. And we do expect to see an uptick in the clients that are coming to the Seaway Mall on Mondays and hope to expand our services there shortly. Do the services at River House, do the services at the Seaway Mall, do they intermingle, does do the services at the Penn Center? How do... How do your locations work with each other or do they even work with each other? So the best part about the walking clinics is that they are in just about every single community in Niagara. So it's closer access to care, fewer barriers to care, which means kids have a chance at getting there either on their own or with their families. Um, and that was the issue that we identified and why we picked Welland for the new site for Riverhouse. Um, access to care. If you have 3,000 people from Niagara South traveling to St. Catharines all the time for care, eventually a couple of things are going to happen. They're not going to complete care. They're not going to bother anyway because they can't get there in the first place. Or they will start care and they'll cancel, they'll bail halfway, and which means the impact of treatment isn't felt. So now that we are closer to so many in those communities, the walking clinics are kind of standalone but like I said, if more care is needed, they'll be assessed for that and they can get it at the Branscombe Center or at River House in Welland. The other bonus with having River House is our team, which may be located in St. Catharines, can go to River House to meet their clients to take the burden off of their clients in having to travel. We'll do the traveling. We will go to the kids. And that's really what our motto has been over the last couple of years, going to where the kids are. So I'm going to shift directions on us, Kim, and just you you reference past couple of years. We are in the midst of a campaign. You are in the midst of a campaign that is a couple years old. And as I sit across from you, I'm seeing some plaid. So what would you like to let listeners know, the community know, about the Project Plaid campaign? It's in its third year, if I'm not mistaken. How did it originate? Mm -hmm. How has it grown? What are the hopes, plans, just wildest dreams for this year's campaign? So Project Plaid was the inspiration of Shanta Rangaratnam and her family after she lost her daughter, Amelia, to suicide in 2019. Um, they started a campaign, and the reason it was called Project Plaid is because it was Amelia's signature style. She was always in it. She was a Brock student. She worked at Winners. You'd always find Amelia in Plaid. You know, valedictorian, very smart girl, liked by so many. Um, she danced. She did all kinds of things. She was kind of like a bit of a chameleon. She could do anything and everything. Lots of potential, endless potential. Um, so Shanta's quest was to really ensure that Amelia's light 
remain very bright. And so Project Plaid supported Pathstone all those years ago. And that's how Shanta and I first met. And we've become very good friends since then. And she w trusted in us. And, and that's really what this is all about. River House, Project Plaid, it's all about immense trust in Pathstone and to do what we set out to do and to follow through and then to show the impact. So we took on Project Plaid with Shanta's blessing, and she's still very much involved in all the decisions that we make around Project Plaid. And we've just continued to grow the campaign. Uh, partnership with Meridian has helped immensely to obviously communicate what this campaign is all about. So let's talk about what Project Plaid's all about. Yes, it's about wearing plaid. Yes, it's about talking about your mental health. And it's also about donating to Pathstone to support counseling services. So it's kind of threefold. So maybe you can do all three. Maybe you can do two. Maybe you can do one. Um, but we want to see our community in plaid throughout the month of November. Project Plaid culminates to the last Friday in November every year, which we call Plaid Friday. So this year it's November 24th. On the 23rd, Plaid Eve. Yes, we'll always find an angle. Uh, Plaid Eve, you'll be at the Ice Dogs game. You'll be dressed in plaid. You'll be donating. You'll be buying Project Plaid swag. And this year, we've come up with some really creative pieces, thanks to our little creative think tank that we have of all kinds of people from the community. Dog bandanas. So we have small, medium, large, three different kinds of plaid. We've got our red hats back, uh, the gray cuffed hats. We've got new mittens. We've got project plaid pins. Um, so all of that stuff is for sale online on our website, which is shop.pathstonefoundation.ca. Also at the Seaway Mall. Also at the Penn Center location. Also at the CAA in Niagara Falls and in Grimsby. And also at Maggie's Pet Store in Grimsby. So we're really excited to have all these new partners on board with us. You know, McDonald's is back. Mr. Mike's is back. Uh, Maverick Donuts has jumped on board with us this year. DDL Accounting is doing a gift match on Plaid Friday. Um, so it's just, it's overwhelming. But the amount of sharing that happens on social from a plaid standpoint and a story standpoint on the 24th is really what it's all about. I'm going to jump on the word that you just used, overwhelming. When, when your initiatives begin, your wildest hopes, are they, how quickly are they eclipsed? Because you spoke about Riverhouse being community, community, community. In the stories you tell about how the community embraces Pathstone, how high do you set your expectations and hopes? And then how quickly do you find they're actually eclipsed? <laughs> Every time. Every time. We don't seem to set the bar high enough, but I think there's a bit of like humbleness in the foundation. Like we know that we're not first on everyone's list. We know it's been a very hard year for people to just make basic ends meet. So, you know, we're gravy at this point in, in the year. I think that people are still waiting to see how their whole year works out to make a contribution to Pathstone. That's why we want to give a number of opportunities for people to engage. It's not always money. It's volunteering your time. It's And we talk about being ambassadors in your community, right? So, Paul, you and Mark and I have talked a few times about us talking about what Pathstone does, where the services are, how to get involved, how to connect someone with us. As soon as you have that information, you're now Pathstone ambassador in our community. You may find yourself in front of someone who needs us, and now you have the information to make a difference. So that's also very powerful. So when we say expectations, is there a monetary expectation? Is there a volunteer expectation? Is there a community engagement expectation? There's a number of them. 
And every single time, yes, it gets eclipsed, to use your word. Well, and, and I mean, I had to put you on the spot with that, because in every conversation we have, having had the great fortune to be at the River House ribbon cutting, no, it does not come down to just monetary. It comes down to engagement. It comes down mm-hmm. to stories. It comes down to people talking with other people. And every time we speak, there's so much gratitude that you express to how community turns out for you. That I just wasn't sure at what point... It's nice to hear that it never ceases to surprise you. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. (laughs) So I'm going to give you a little story, and I probably have told you this before, but it's the most vivid in my mind. So when we talked about Riverhouse and having this campaign and the rest of it, I get a call from John Clark of Empty Bellies, which I'm sure everybody in Welland knows. Everyone knows John. And he said, my friend Mark is helping with the Riverhouse campaign. And of course, that's Mark Bassiano. And I want to help. So we're going to plan an event for you and you don't have to do anything. And we're going to bring all kinds of people in. Wellanders are the, are, are the most generous people when we're supporting Welland. And he did exactly that. And he brought so many new people into the fold for us. So there was a perfect example of help and assistance and connection. And, and he's, you know, he, he wasn't at our gala, but he emailed already saying, Hey, I heard it was a great success and congratulations and always rooting for you and, and pop in and have lunch anytime. Um, like it's that kind of generosity and, and commitment to our cause that is special. And yeah, I'll never get tired of hearing it. And I'll, we will never, we will never take it for granted. Kim, as we wind down our conversation, this episode comes out as Project Plaid is midway through and hope, hopefully amping up as the month ends. Is there anything that, again, as we cap this, Anything we did not touch on, anything to go back to, anything you are hopeful for as 2023 winds down, as 2024 is on the horizon, just you're you're the last word in today's episode. (laughs) I'm an in the moment kind of person, so I don't think too, too far ahead about what 2024 is going to look like. Um, As a foundation and as an agency, we've made a number of moves this year that are impactful from a clinical standpoint with changing our care model. So if you need Pathstone now, there's no referral process. You don't have to go to Contact Niagara. You just call us directly. 905-688-6850. Hit extension 8 and you're immediately connected to a counselor who's going to talk to you about what the issue is, and then they're going to recommend a program. You're going to talk about it together very collaboratively, and then off you go into care. So that's major. And that just happened October 31st. Yes, we're wrapping up the gala and we're talking about funding walk-in clinics for another year and doing more impactful work. The wellness walls, wellness stalls are up across the region. Uh, We're seeing posts about them all the time. Companies are ordering their own kit for their workplace. I think really it's just important to lean into other people, listen to what's going on, say what you see. We talk about saying what you see. If you notice someone has been away from work, not meeting you at the lunch table, seemed a little down, it's always better to say something than not say anything at all. So say what you see. I've noticed you haven't been at lunch. I've missed you. Is everything okay? And as soon as you acknowledge their presence and that they've been missed you're more likely to get them to open up and to trusting you. And of course, you know where to direct them now because you're an ambassador to our community and to Pathstone. So um, just look out for each other. That's really, that's really my last word. I can't think of a better way to end. Kim, thank you so much for bringing Pathstone back to What's Up Welland. There's an inevitable conversation in the future. So let's leave it as until next time. Until next time. 
As always, a huge thank you to Kim for coming back to speak with me about Pathstone mental health. I never get tired of hearing her stories about how active Pathstone is in addressing the mental health needs for Niagara youth and their families. I always appreciate the gratitude she has, the gratitude the organization has for the support and generosity that continues to be shown by those of us here in Welland, by individuals, groups, municipalities, all across Niagara. I really liked that our conversation ended on that note, on that call to action of saying what we see in those around us. If if someone is not seeming their, their usual bright, um, what a kind way of supporting one another, looking out for one another. There is no doubt that Kim will be back for another conversation about what has happened with Pathstone since this conversation. In the meantime, please check out the Project Plaid campaign and be sure to listen to Kim's past conversations with us, all of our previous, all of our future conversations at engagewelland.ca slash podcast. <laughs>